Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first Survivor Calgary All-Stars Fire and Ice recap podcast. I am Keegan. Uh, I am I look very similar to a player on this season, but I promise I'm not him. Uh, <laughs> and joining us, we have my fire-making buddy from season two. We got Krish coming back. He's going to be our, our unbiased commentator. He doesn't know what happens on the season, and so he's going to be able to give us... Uh, some some good feedback on on what the players are doing how you doing krish i'm good man how are you good how did you like that first episode oh it was exciting i started taking notes trying to be organized and i kind of got a little distracted by the actual episode so we'll see how this goes yeah so for those unaware general format is basically just going to be we're going to go through the episode chronologically sort of discuss uh some talking points and then we're going to bring on evan um we're also going to have generally the people who exited on an episode in the future uh, but for this episode, we have Evan to talk about uh, what happened in that sort of long uh, discussion, the sort of set off of strategy for uh, this season. And it's already looking decently uh, complicated and, and dense. Uh, let's start off at the beginning. Um, we got Cam icing me. We got a bunch of uh, welcome mats and welcome confessionals and intro confessionals. Um, we had the announcement that Robin and Malone are together across seasons uh what were some highlights from from the welcome mat and the intro confessionals for you chris um firstly i have to say that i feel really bad for willow for missing the barbie premiere it's a great movie and i hope that she got to see it at least a few times in the theater afterwards we went the monday after survivor <laughs> oh, <perfect. laughs> so i can confirm that willow did see the barbie premiere in a reasonable time frame after <laughs> after the weekend happened yeah I'm, I'm also happy to see that it looks like Justine might know what show she's on this time. Mm -hmm. um, we had the Love Island music playing at some point, too. So things are still up there, but... Honestly, I'm here for the twists. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we had... Yeah, what did you think of uh, Robin and Malone being like this, this threatening pair that they're together now? I'm really interested to see how many people on the cast actually know. From what I understand, basically everybody knew going into the season because, like, at that point, it was no, not a secret, and like people okay. were talking about it. Oh, okay. Um, I think they're in a little bit of trouble if <laughs> if they both make the merge. <laughs> <laughs> the two-headed Hydra of, of Robin and Malone might not be one a... of them's in trouble, and the other one might be able to make it pretty far. But <laughs> that is definitely like, we're going to talk about threats a lot today, and that's definitely one of the ones that people can very much push and push in front of them is. This is a an easy pair of very threatening players already. Um, we also got our tribe divisions. What did you think of how the Yeti and the Phoenix tribe were split up, and generally how that that tribe the tribe split worked out? I think it's pretty interesting. Um, I honestly like. I think that they're like pretty even tribes when it comes to skills. Um, some like, I don't know, man. I. I've watched one episode. I have no idea what they expect. <laughs> but like everyone's back for a reason, and I'm excited to see what they all bring. Yeah, there there might have been a little bit of imbalance on this first challenge, which was Idle Hands, which was uh, Timothy's six six lanky frame going up against the tallest person from Yeti, and he just sort of reached over and and knocked over the pylon. The the slow mo edition was <laughs> was a nice touch. <laughs> Were there any other any other highlights for the the pairs that went off? against idle hands against each other here my internet actually cut out um mm -hmm. for like about most of the challenge 
Okay. So, um, I I can't really comment. Sorry. <laughs> well, we had well we did have a Cole versus Jackson brother pair at one point, um, which I believe Cole lost. Um, we had uh, a Justine Willow pair that Justine or that Willow had foreseen in her in her dreams that was going to be uh, coming up, which was which was interesting. Generally, it seemed like Phoenix pretty well had this challenge. Um, they took an early lead and they sort of just went with it till the end got a little bit closer towards the end but yeah um most of most of the wins were sort of luck based whereas a lot of the phoenix wins were timothy reaching over and knocking over <laughs> i'm interested to see the future uh, challenges because i know how how varied they are yeah and then after the challenge uh, we saw sort of the phoenix tribe uh get together and sort of talk Initially, it was about the lockbox, and then we saw sort of this core five emerge that might not have everyone in that core five super comfortable. Uh, I don't know if your internet cut back for this, but it was basically the season three players. It was Justine, yeah. Craig, uh, Justine, Craig, Malone, uh, Sydney, and Taylor were the were the five that were brought up. Sydney uh, initially uncomfortable with how no one was talking strategy, and then was uncomfortable with the people she was talking strategy with because Malone. <laughs> what did you think of this this group of five, and how well do you think it might stay together? I think it might stay together for maybe a vote. I I think there's a little bit too much mistrust in between the 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 group of them to, to last much more. I think that if they go to a couple of tribal councils, we'll see them trying to turn on each other before they get turned on. Do you think uh, like out of the three who are not in that grouping, which is Cam Jackson and Timothy, do you think any of them have a particular shot at sort of infiltrating or, or getting around that group of five for that one vote? I would love to say Cam because he's my boy, but um, I, I think his threat level is probably pretty high. Um, same with Tim with, uh, being a previous winner. So I think Jackson probably has the, the best shot okay, there. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, we'll see who, if they ever lose <laughs> or going up into tribal council and they, they end up going there. Um, and then they start sort of talking about who they're expecting to, to see from Yeti. And we're just going to go over to Yeti. The immediate sort of theme for this seems to be threats versus non-threats. How yeah. do we handle the threats coming into the season versus the people who might not have stuck around too long in their original uh, seasons? How do you think a person who is a threat should be balancing this sort of dialogue? And how do you think someone who is not sort of the, the labeled threat should be uh, approaching this, this situation? I think you have to, on both sides, you have to um, toe a pretty fine line. You can't be pushing your agenda too much on either side. But I think if you are a big threat, um, especially in this season, you need to be teaming up or you should be teaming up with um, other big threats to keep your level at least equal. Um, I feel like if you allow too many players with not big threats to get too far, especially to the merge, um, they probably would end up teaming up together and taking out those so-called threats. Um, whereas if you're a 
so-called lesser threat or um, not as big of a threat. Um, you want to make sure that you're trying to get the threats out, but also you can't blatantly be saying, I want to get a threat out because then you'll be the first one on the block. Yeah, because currently, at least on, on this tribe, it seems like the non-threats are the minority to the threats. Yeah. Uh, the non-threats appear to basically be Willow, Sean, and Evan from the dialogues that were happening along uh, the, the long tribal council. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you do you have any impressions on who of that three sort of did the best at integrating themselves? I think Willow did a really good job. Uh, there was a lot of her talking with not just Robin, but then also with the group of threats. Um, and also, she just seems very easy to get along with. Um, so I think that'll help as well. Yeah. Uh, then we got sort of this first four that was formed. Um, this might be a sort of longer lasting one than the five, but we'll see, um, which is, uh, which was sort of formed immediately by Cole and Shervin in their initial talk, which was uh, an Eric, Shervin, Cole, Robin four. Um, Cole described it as a sort of a, a foursome of duos. Uh, how do you think this one in relation to that group of five is uh, from like a stability perspective? I think stability-wise, this one seems on paper to be a little bit more strong. I think, as Cole said, having the two duos in there definitely helps. Plus, uh, there's not that the same sense of history where um, the bitterness and and the mistrust just like <laughs> boiling to the surface. <laughs> it really does seem like Malone is going to be sort of one of the the focuses of attention for that early Phoenix tribe. Yeah. Um, just from a sense of like bitterness and also threat level. Um, then we sort of get around, uh, Sean and Eric talk around, uh, we get a bunch of dialogue from, from a few people. Who do you think had like highlight moments from these sort of two person conversations, um, going forward? I think Sherwin did a very good job of, um, being honest and sort of, being upfront, which I think would gain him a lot of trust in those one-on-one -on -one conversations. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also think that um, um, Eric also did a very good job. He, he, I think, made everyone feel like they were his number one priority with the way that he spoke to them and the way that he asked them their opinions and things like that. So, so the that group from from season three already doing pretty well, seemingly. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, Eric said a, a very interesting thing to me when in his dialogue about the vote between uh, Kristen and Sean, which is where this vote was sort of going, which was that he was planning on voting with Kristen so that he could get social capital with two people instead of just one, which was uh, Evan and Sean. How do you think that, like, do you think that's a good move from, from Eric to sort of be already thinking about getting this sort of side group that is unrelated to his core four? I think that... It it's a pretty smart move because if they do end up losing some more challenges, he'll have more numbers than the other two in there for. And also, if it comes down to the merge, uh, he has some people that are more likely to trust him and work with him. Yeah. Then we have, I think, another highlight conversation, which was um, the conversation that Willow relayed to others, which was her conversation with Sean. Um, where Sean went through all of the threats 
and the people he wanted to play with that like strong players and did not mention either Willow or Kristen in that group uh, to Willow's face. How do you think that went for him? I I think that that might have been the the, the nail in the the coffin there. Um, it you seems like as, as very long in the game after that move. I I I think that he's going to be maybe he might last a while, but I think that at least Willow will be will be targeting him a little bit. Mm. Do you um do you foresee like a rivalry there going on then? I think so. I I hope so. I I don't know if that's what we'll see, but I think it would be very fun. Okay. Okay. Um, generally, sort of, what are what are you? Any other standout moments you you saw from this sort of pre-tribal period? I think that we pretty much covered most of the the highlights. Um, I I really enjoyed how much we got to see. Mm. Um. So some behind the scenes information, usually our tribal council periods are like 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, this season, they're generally a little bit longer. They're about 30 minutes each. Um, however, this one was 45 minutes. Uh, oh. We gave them quite a long time for their first tribal council to, for everybody to get acquainted with one another. And I think it shows with how much happened in that period where we went from like a Sean Evan thing to a Kristen Willow thing to a Kristen versus Sean thing with Kristen as the decoy vote, but not actually. Um, I think it was a, a very cool thing that when we get these very good players enough time to sort of move around, we see we see what they can do with it. Definitely, yeah, and makes for good watching too. And I'm sure that the extended period between the first tribal will also help the rest of the game with the relationships formed here. Speaking of tribal, uh, we did see Kristen go here, unfortunately. How do you think she handled this situation? As well as you can. I mean, you're the first one out. You can take it with, in grace, and that's about it. And she's said that she's excited to go to the edge, and that's what we like to see. Yeah. I think it's something that was interesting out of this was that it largely seemed like she she was already very nervous about the vote based off that confessional she had. Yeah. Um, but that she was largely putting her trust into Eric and Cole for why she wasn't playing that shot in the dark, why she thought that Sean was going home and not her. Um, do you think that this is going to backfire on them, or do you think this is a sign of good gameplay from them? I think it's good gameplay. Um, I mean, with the shot in the dark, you have to, unfortunately, be a little more deceitful to get your way and to accomplish what you need. And I think that Kristen is seems like a pretty big game player, so I think she'll understand the, the motivation behind it. The other thing in that tribal council, which is a little bit sort of al alarm raising, was that the vote was not unanimous on Kristen. Uh, there were two votes for Sean um, beyond that, uh, I believe, four votes for, no, uh, six Sean. votes for Kristen and two votes for Sean. Um, who do you think that other vote is? And um, how do you think that's going to affect the, the next tribal or the next uh, cycle for them. I think they showed the other vote was uh, Willow. Mm, okay. Um, well, yeah, I, I knew and I didn't know if the episode showed that. <laughs> but, How do you think it's going to go for Willow that she voted for Sean and not not Kristen here? I think it, it might be a little bit of trouble because she didn't go with the group. Um, we'll see what happens, but I, I think that 
she might be in a little bit of hot water after that. Sweet. Well, we do unless, have our, a guest today. If there's um, anything else you want to say about the episode, Chris. Unless that vote was actually strategy in case a Shaw in the Dark was played. Mm, so that she's ensuring that Sean goes. Yeah, but I think that I think that'll only be able to be pulled off if she discussed that with the group before. With the group, and she certainly didn't didn't discuss that with Sean. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we might already be seeing that rivalry uh, amp up a little bit here. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say about the episode before we bring in our guest Sean today, or Evan? Sorry, today. Nah, I'm looking forward to the next one. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, well, we are bringing in Evan today. Evan, how are you? Good. Oh, good. good. How are you guys? Oh, there we go. You're you guys hear me okay? No. Oh, okay. Sorry, I've been getting a little bit my internet. Is Am I quiet? Uh, you're a little bit delayed. Like, you, we see you talk, and then the audio comes in later. That's weird. Sorry, guys. All good. My uh, my computer's been having some issues today, so apologies for that. Uh, do you want to try just rejoining? Yeah. All right. I'm excited. That was that was awesome. Oh yeah, sure. Get me back into sync. Yeah. Okay, we will have we will have Evan here in a second. Here we just have some minor technical difficulty here. Um. But yeah. Any any expectations for for episode two? I'm really pulling for a Yeti immunity win. <laughs> you want to see you want to see what happens with Phoenix when they go to when they go to travel? Yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see what happens there. Are you are you foreseeing a Yeti win, immunity win? Yeah, let's let's do it. <laughs> you heard it here first. Sweet. Well, our member from Yeti, Evan, welcome back. Hey guys, am I uh, any better now? Uh, a little you bit. Me all right, we can, or we can try it. We can see how it goes. Um, yeah, sorry, so, guys. All good. Uh, Evan, um, you get into this tribal council period where you're meeting a bunch of people, survivor-wise, who you've never met before. Um, what was your sort of immediate thought process of what you needed to do um, with this new group of people? Yeah. Yeah, though, honestly, it, it was really, it was really quite tough um, meeting all these new people and just because I don't think I'd played with any of them before, really, like maybe Robin was on the other tribe in my season. But other than that, everyone was new from season three or season one. So it was definitely a little tougher coming into that, knowing that a lot of these people had played together and they have relationships already. So that that was a little intimidating for sure. And it seemed like, whether it was from your own gameplay or not, you got put into sort of a duo with Sean, who was in relatively yeah. similar circumstances to you. Um, was this something you were happy about? Something you were a little bit skeptical about being sort of put into this group immediately? Or were you happy that you had mm -hmm. someone who you could sort of, at least was in the same circumstances as you? Yeah, no, for sure. I, you're 100% right. I think Sean felt the exact same way as me, where he came in without relationships that kind of naturally brought us together a bit. Um, it, it was never, it was never my plan or anything like that. And, um, 
I was worried that it would put a little bit of a target if people saw us as like this this tight, unbreakable duo. So um, I didn't necessarily want it to seem like that. But no, Sean's a great guy. So it was it was really he was really good to work with. Um, I, I I can't say anything bad about him. So it was it was just it was it was really good to work with him. Um, yeah, and uh, definitely he felt he understood the circumstances because he felt the exact same way. He was telling me that like it's tough. It's tough not to, it's tough when like five people in the tribe for season three, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for sort of that situation going in, you had sort of had a connection with Sean and it seems like from some of the conversations in confessionals um, that your main relay point to sort of the larger group might have been Eric. Um, is yeah. this true? And sort of how did that come about uh, as uh, how you were handling this, this cycle? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, that that was 100% correct. At the start of the game, there it definitely felt like uh, felt like Eric was kind of the one who was the most willing to work with me, um, other than Sean, of course. But of the uh, of that group of, of five that I didn't realize was a group of five at that point, um, Eric was definitely the one that kind of wanted to work with us. He was trying to keep strength around in his words. Um, he's he's a very easy guy to trust. And I think uh, Kristen probably feels the same because uh, he just seems he seems like he's on your side. He he gives you all this sweet talk of like, yeah, no, we're going to work together. I feel really good with you guys. Um, we're going to vote this way. Um, I, I got to say, he, like seeing it from that perspective, he played a really good episode of basically making everyone feel like his friend. And uh, and it he was absolutely the one that reached out to us for sure. Chris, do you have any uh, questions for Evan here? Um, no, sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no worries, no worries. I can't say I played a, a particularly exciting episode that time. It's mostly just uh, not me, really. And uh, and feeling very inadequate next to Tim when you're playing a challenge against him. <laughs> I do have one chance there. I do have one. Oh, sorry, go for it. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I do have one final question before we sort of get to uh, player of the episode here with with Chris and, and let you get off. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, what? I lost it. <laughs> one second. Um, what was sort of the reaction immediately following the Tribal Council before you even talked to anybody about seeing that extra Sean vote? Uh, yeah, it, it was actually, it was kind of scary at first because... I think it was what two Kristen votes and then two Sean votes. I was like, oh no, me and Sean are we're done here. But um, I guess it, it showed that um, Willow was uh, was pretty close with Kristen. I think um, the the comment that Kristen made about it being in case of a shot in the dark. I'm not honestly sure if that's what Willow was thinking. If it was, that was really smart. But I got the impression that uh, that those two were quite close, and that the the kind of the episode was almost a me and Sean duo against uh, Kristen and Willow, and who the other four wanted to keep. And that's kind of how it felt. So it wasn't an overwhelming surprise because I kind of I knew right away that it was probably Willow because her and Kristen were they seemed close. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of how it felt at the moment. But the, when the second vote gets read, it's never a good feeling. Mm. Well, uh, thank you, Evan, for joining us for for this first episode of uh, Survival. Yeah, absolutely. That was awesome to watch, and I can't wait till the next episode. Thank you very much. We're gonna get back to yeah. player of the episode now. Absolutely. Yeah. See you guys. Okay, Krish, we have a we have a tradition here, which is that the person who doesn't know what's going on in the game, uh, at least like future future site of the game, picks out a player of the episode. 
Now, if you'd like, I can give you a short list of people who might be possible candidates. Um, however, if you have some people who immediately spring to mind as sort of a top three, uh, go for it. Okay. Well, honorable mentions uh, would be Willow for showing up uh, instead of going to the Barbie premiere. <laughs> and then second is Tim's long arms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then the true player of the episode for me would be Eric. Um, I think that he did a really good job talking to everyone, making sure that he knew exactly what was going on, building trust with basically everyone on the tribe. I think he set himself up for a good season. Yeah, at least at least a very good position on that tribe going forward if it goes to another yeah. tribal council. He's got a good uh, duo with Evan and Sean, who seem to be on his side as he was sort of the one who was giving them information and the one they can sort of blame for why they're still in the game. And um, with that sort of core four that Cole uh, initially set up with with Shervin of of uh, Eric Shervin, Robin and Cole. So he's sort of very well positioned in the center of that of that tribe. Yeah. Cool. Well, any any final thoughts, any final uh, predictions for for next week, Krish? As I said earlier, we're seeing Yeti win a challenge next week. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, Yeti. Let's go, Yeti. <laughs> With that, we will uh, take off for, for the first uh, recap podcast for Aspire Calgary All-Stars. We will see everyone same time next week, sort of 15 minutes after the episode. See everybody. Bye.